0: Take it away, Marv.
1: Hello, and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibel, known to my friends as Marv. And now all of my guests are going to introduce each other, in, themselves. So oh, They're not going to introduce each other. Marv, you're already messing up. So, first of all, Max.
2: Hi, I'm Max Sikamar. I am with the Bitches with Beards podcast. Uh, we are just two professional homosexuals who like to drink wine and discuss culture. Uh Cam? Okay. I am
3: Cam Sully from the Ducked Up Review Show and we discuss everything pop culture, social topics, politics and other hot takes.
1: And Cam, Cam on his picture is advertising another show that isn't yeah. his show. His yeah. show yeah. is being advertised by the yeah. chap from the Tech Mobility pod, Ken. Ken, Ken Chester.
4: Yeah, I'm, Welcome, I'm, Ken Chester. and I'm with Tech Mobility Show. We talk about... Uh, Transportation and mobility, technology, and uh, pretty much whatever I want to talk about. I hike a wide berth and proud of it, and occasionally going to the weeds with no apologies.
0: Yeah. And Doc... Good. Well, my uh, name's Heath, and I run the Therapy Bites Art Lab podcast. We talk about all things psychology and uh, just share out some psychological tidbits that we think are nutritious for healthy living. And I'm just going to be running the cameras today and enjoying this conversation with all these wonderful guys that are top-notch in AI and the ways that it's helping lives and how we can keep it from uh, ruining lives, I suppose. Yep. I'm glad you're the cameraman Um, and not the fluffer. Oh, Graham? No. Ooh. no, you did not hey. go
3: there. I Shots be. fired.
5: Okay. Everyone's thinking <laughs> it. yep so, right, and, oh, and... Graham, my mind. Hi, Graham, uh, founder <laughs> of Classic Studios. We produce a range of uh, AI-powered podcasts. The flagship being uh, the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. We love dad jokes. Uh uh-huh. Well. Doesn't everybody pull them
3: up? I legit <laughs> do. They're timeless. <laughs> I don't know
5: they are. Generation they are. to generation, for sure.
1: <laughs> I would
3: rather a boo than applause.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm so just give him Applause! <laughs> I just listen doesn't... to his shows all the time. He knows <laughs> that. He's <laughs> mm. good. Everybody, everybody knows that because I tell everyone who can to.
3: lead a family through pain. There hey, you go. <laughs>
4: mm. Years of experience, gentlemen. So. <laughs> Here's the question. AI yes or no?
2: Let's keep it easy. Nay. What do you think, Max? Yay nay. I think it has
0: benefits. Dude, oh, no,
3: man. man no. You, can't do yeah.
2: you have to pick come one. Okay. Explain okay, yourself. Um, I would say there are definite benefits for the most part nay, but I do see benefits at some level. But I would be you're going to say yay or nay. I'll say nay. Okay. 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 How come? Um, I think that until we understand the effect it's going to have on culture and the people that are part of that and building into that, then there needs to be regulation. But I think at the mm-hmm. moment it's primed for abuse. And I think the, that's evident at the moment when you look at all the strikes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my, that's my name. So I think know. they need to work out what they're doing with it.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Marv, what about you? I'm sort of along similar lines
1: to Max because, like I was saying on the chat uh, that we've all had you know, on Twitter, the, the personal chat that we've all had between us before now, I think it's a double-edged sword. It's a bit like a lot of things, technology <coughs> and, you know, mm. internet and all these things. There's bad sides to these things and there's good sides to them. But mm-hmm. yeah. it needs to be looked at because the bad side to it is – you know, like the porn industry and things like that. Yeah. And and the way that it's being used by some film studios to save them a few pennies. Well, uh-huh. more than a few pennies, on that, but that's to a good save point.
3: them. It's very much know. like the SOPA bill where the idea was nice, regulate the internet, stop people from stealing stuff. Yeah. But the agenda behind it was we want to just make it hard to access private information. Uh-huh. We want to sell your stuff and data no it's very true it's pretty much it's like any political or district attorney election where you just say okay here's what they're running on but is that what's backed up according to all the research about them you know Mm -hmm. graham why don't you weigh in on this
5: uh so i would be a a yes for this uh for ai (laughs) i think in i guess i think in in long sort of cycles i mean this is just another technological Wave coming through. I mm-hmm. mean, if you think down, you know, right back to you know, typesetters, you know, getting replaced. Um, and you're looking at even just in in print media, that's getting replaced. And now I think this this latest latest tool, and I, and I think it is a tool, um, is only going to be a net benefit, right? Doesn't mean there's no costs. It doesn't mean there's no potential downsides. But I think it's going to be a and a net benefit. Um, what I'd like to see is um, a lot more discussions like what we're having now to explore uh, what are the downsides, what are the upsides, uh, more, more on a philosophical level, um, on, on a on. human level, because in general, I think humans as a population will, will do the right thing, right? Um, that's my, <laughs> I guess, my positive bent on all this. Um, and I, and I, I base that just looking at history of, of technological advances um, yeah so that's basically my my summation of of what what I, I think about AI
4: well let's talk let's turn to the doctor dr. Heath you weigh in here
0: <laughs> well I, I think I'm on on board with uh, with Graham because uh, if, if you look back at human history uh, at technological developments it, it really is in the hands of humans to do healthy things with scary things. And uh, perha- I, I've heard AI compared with uh, nuclear weapons, and certainly that's the scariest invention of our time. Yeah. And we've had plenty of edge-of-the-seat events, you know, back to the days of JFK, and then all kinds of things behind the scenes. But I, I'm, I'm a very big believer in the human race. And I think that if we put the best minds and our best feet forward, Uh, I'm a go for AI, Uh, I'm a go for regulating AI, but uh, you could even call into uh, the picture automobiles. I mean, how many people have died from automobiles? Do we want to get rid of automobiles? because people can have wrecks and do stupid things with automobiles. I think that AI is going to be similar. Uh, uh, Cell phones are similar. Now we have cell phones and automobiles. And just right down the road, a guy was killed, and people are killed often because the technology is being misused. You're using cell phones while driving an automobile. And in my Mm. state, uh, we need more regulation with that. But uh, I just have faith in the human race, uh, I think it is inevitable, and so instead of trying to swim upstream and unring the bell, well, you know, it, it, I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter. The bell's been rung. AI's here. What are you going to do? You can't sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Mm. Let,
4: me, let me weigh in here. I want to give you all some things to think about, uh, and I'm going to come at it pretty much from the financial standpoint. In a magazine called Radio World, it announced a company called Futuri Media, who developed a form of AI called Radio GPT? And they were working with one of the top radio chains in America to beta test it. So here's what happened that particular company did take one of their hosts and go live with their AI version of her, sounded like her, interacted like her, in doing my research on Radio GPT. And they talked about being able to deliver a bot that could that could be any one of a hundred voices, including existing live talent that you have on the radio, number one, can pick up and respond to community-specific uh, data points up to 250,000 data points and can do all of this stuff in real time. Now, I can tell you, at least here in America, with respect to iHeart, Cumulus, uh, Alpha Media, and Town Square Media, which are the top for uh radio companies in the country and one of those companies is using it two of those companies have gone through chapter 11 already bankruptcy and i can tell Mm -hmm. you what they're going to do is they're going to cut staff even more so i end all this my point is very simple and i ask a question to you for consideration do you own your likeness do you own your voice do you own your brand and at what point don't you or do you? Or how do you protect that and have either some other firm or the firm you work for basically said, thank you very much for your contribution. We've taken the last three years of your voice, likeness, interaction, everything, fed it into a large uh, language model, and we don't need you.
3: Mm. Yeah,
2: well, It's like Carrie Fisher always said, every time she looks in the mirror, she owes George Lucas Manny. <laughs> <No. laughs> I but and it, it there, is about there,
1: there with, that, there with, that, there with that, that you just said said Max I mean you know the, there was that deal made wasn't there with um, uh, James Earl Jones where yeah. Lucasfilm mm. now they made a deal with him so they can use his voice in the future you know and th- then they just pay his estate for the use of his voice essentially as Darth Vader it.
2: They use it now. OB One only used a AI version of James L. Jones' voice. He wasn't actually involved in the recording of it.
0: Yeah, and and he got paid for that.
2: Yeah, which yeah. is important. It's all about like yeah. compens for me it's compensation. So I was listening to a few doing some research today. Um, I'm I'm a huge Power Rangers fan from back in the day. And the guy that played Zordon, the the head was literally paid for two hours of work he came in they filmed him with green around him and he moved his mouth and went then they blurred it enough so they just had to use a voiceover actor but they Mm -hmm. used that sold for five seasons and a theatrical movie and you're like he wasn't paid for that and that's really Uh and i get that's my issues that like, people can be lured into giving their face over and thinking it'll be like, oh, it's a one-off pilot. And then all of a sudden, five years later, they're on the big screen and they're like, all this where's my money yeah.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: never well see but, they
0: made, but they made that choice. I think that you have to be wise when you're doing things like that and read the fine print, read the contract, insist on the contract. Uh, do you guys know uh, uh, a guy, I think his name is Stan Lieberman? Yeah, mm. I know him. <laughs> <Yeah. My name. laughs> Uh, otherwise known as the creator of spider-man and oh, this, stan, lee. Uh, stan lee and so uh lee, yeah, that that like, that like laborman uh didn't get in print back in the day but uh the problem was that marvel and and those iterations of that company that owned uh his whatever contract he had he battled that in courts for years i don't really see a difference between what stan lee went through in the mega billion dollar industry that is now marvel and avengers and you know black widow and all that then people owning their likeness and of course i think that people should own their likeness and the upside that i see to this is it's going to force uh the advent of technology that can catch people doing bad things and should
4: but right now where we're at right now most contracts don't even address this issue And there's nothing unless if you're dealing with a company that wants to stay in the letter of the law, but is relatively unethical. There is nothing outside of a contract, particularly in most Uh states where you work, what they call at will, like in my state, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no guarantee that one day they, I mean, they own, they own every recording that you made on the air live, they record it, they own it and they can use it the way they want to. However, that agreement is silent to feeding it into a large language model and, you know, going forward, generating new content theoretically in your voice, your likeness, your method of delivery. And mm-hmm. that's the big problem. There is a gap between, you know, um, what I work I've, and work that is not me, but sounds like, acts like, talks like me.
5: Mm hmm.
3: I'm with you guys on pretty much every point. It, this could be used well, but likely it's going to be used to sugarcoat and downplay and just kind of be used as a ripoff tool. Is like, hey, we this actor is refusing to come in. This persona is refusing to come in. We'll just literally digitally clone them in here. And since we own, yeah. like you say, the license yeah. to use that character in their image, <laughs> and they can't um, do I mean, anything about it.
1: Yeah, they done that with the flash. The yeah, they did that with the flash because, I mean, for instance, they've—I mean, I haven't seen the film yet, but they've apparently no. put the original <laughs> Superman actor George yeah. Reeves oh, it into the film.
0: It, it, it was the, the most, thing most is, amazing thing I saw.
1: But but nobody's getting paid for that.
0: Yeah, because in, in that have
1: a fam- Because there is no family.
2: But yeah. can I just so, say that, that that happened years back? In Back to the Future Two, with Crispin oh, Glover, yeah, yeah because he true. refused to do the second one, and they put an actor in makeup. Sorry,
3: <laughs>
2: Oi. this dog protests. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's, um, she's deaf as a post, so she just barks at the squirrels and can't hear me. Um, but no, they, they put Aww. Crispin Glover, someone in Crispin Glover makeup, um, and he he had no. He sued them. Actually, it was able to sue them because yeah. his likeness. That's good. Uh-huh. Um and I think that's and this is what I was thinking about today was like are there any previous before AI AI style situations? <laughs> and a lot of it is DC because the other one was Gene Hackman in, in Superman two when Donna yeah. got fired, Hackman said, No way. So you go, fine, here's a sound alike, here's a look alike, you know. And and it's that if your if your brand is your face and you're an actor, you know, <laughs> it's what what you know that's you they can steal that they can actually steal your livelihood from you yes and And
3: especially i think my other issue is let's say there's some off-color content in there and especially it was used against your will you know you as the performer should have the right to say hey i disagree with that character route or me my image being used you know, just because I left the project. So I think that is just it like there is good intentions behind it, but most of it's going to be used for negative intentions and to save money. So it's like because of that loophole, I just got to vote nay on it for now because Mm -hmm. we can go back and forth all day saying, hey, it is impressive technology. But if it's going to be abused, you know, it's just like with anything NASA, Microsoft or Apple's come up with, you you shouldn't unleash it if it's not if there's not (laughs) a security lock on it. You know what i mean we, yeah
1: there you go That that's the thing what what the difference is so the, the the change needs to be where there are things put in place where you get those rights and people get paid accordingly yeah and they look into it more rather than being a bit ham-fisted with it have some actual regulations there in place and then there's no problem with it at all yeah.
4: i think what you i think what you end up needing to do is the courts or legislation, and y'all in Europe would probably be Europeans would probably have a better chance at this, because it seems like when it comes to technology, uh, the European Union seems to be far ahead of the United States' inability yeah. to get there. But anyway, I think what you're going to need is a definition of what is a personal brand. What mm. is a what yeah. is a personal brand? Is it your likeness? Is it your voice? Is it your mannerisms? Is it, you know, I mean, because, I mean, we do podcasts, we, I do radio. So is it my voice? Is it my personality? And how do you define that if you don't define the whole being? And you have to, because not everybody yeah. take has, a the, has the ability to negotiate a contract or have an enforceable as a known content situation. And in radio, people get paid so little anyway that uh, you're not going to have those kinds of protections.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think it's going
5: to be yeah, a field actually, day, a field day actually, for attorneys. I think a like a, a view from uh, on a, on an individual contract basis. So those few p- unfortunate people that did get you know sucked in into a into a bad deal with this AI, I think the industry will actually learn from that. And those unscrupulous operators, I think, again, looking at a, a long term view, you'll be you'll get less talent coming in actually work if you don't yeah. structure those <clears throat> those contracts well so that they do get their trailing revenue or some sort of comp- compensation, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think because we're in the very start of it and unfortunately, the, I guess call them trailblazers if you like, may, may miss out, but the industry and people, people talk and <laughs> people learn from each other will say, all right, make sure if you're signing this contract, make sure you have a clause about you know, likeness and, you know, AI and all yeah. that, all that sorts of it good kind of people. reminds well,
3: then, me of sampling and music, kind of, you can yeah. Say, yeah. yeah. you got to uh-huh. use, it's got to be under a minute and be used for parody purposes or something like uh-huh. that. You know? yeah. But I think, I think the piece that we miss is for a lot
4: of these people, it was a matter of work, a body of work already accomplished, being used in the future. The difference with AI is using your essence, however that's defined, to create what could be considered, and it's right now, the courts don't consider it new work, but unique work. I won't call it necessarily new, but unique work Mm -hmm. that was not done by you in the past, but using your likeness, deep machine learning, deep fake technology, and all of this creates this hybrid or synthetic version of you uh, in the future that is doing things or responding in a way that is you, but it's not you.
0: Yeah. yeah.
5: So there's currently already laws out there that stop, you know, or are supposed to stop uh, passing <laughs> off. Right. I mean, it's we could we here. could do this previously. We could do all this stuff previously. You put a photo of someone, attribute a quote that's wrong uh, to them. Yeah. And you can, the, the, through the court system, you can actually, um get that resolved yes i know it's expensive and all that sort of stuff but there are laws around that um to actually combat things like deep fake right but how do you prove it so yeah that's what i'm worried about too
4: versus i mean let's let's give a hypothetical let's let's take this a little further let's say (laughs) they caught you at a bad moment you said something you probably should have never saw said or did okay you got it there somebody reported it they reported accurately but you said no That's a deep fake of me. I would never say that. I would never do that. And maybe it's the only time you did. So there's not like a history of you doing stupid stuff. You did it this one time for whatever reason. Now, you're in court because you're suing and it's a very high bar. So I don't even know how you go there. I mean, back in the day, it was easy. Now, it's it was. Can
3: you prove it? Now, it's kind of, well...
4: But what if it's
3: add this to you and no one will be able to tell if it's CGI or not? You
2: know? Yeah, they're getting but, that, but, they're getting that good. But what if it's also like so? Actually, this is off Marv's list. He was you were talking about the um, intro to Secret Invasion. Yeah. Um, like a few months back, everyone was buying that that app where it made them you know look like pieces of artwork, and then it emerged that the creators of that app were basically scanning in artists' work to g- generate these styles mm-hmm. and no one had been yeah. compensated. But when it comes to artwork and style, like mm-hmm. my face is my face. And I mean, my accent to so a lot of you probably does not sound unique, but I live in Washington DC. So I can tell you, my accent mm-hmm. is very unique to here. I know <laughs> <Yeah>, what <where> I'm <laughs> it speaking, no doubt. but, but um, it, when it comes to artwork, how do you define what is your style? You know, it's very hard to prove all that style that, in, that someone's used for this filter <laughs> is me. And this is what's so scary is that, like, I've, I mean, if these artists are generating artwork that looks like that, they're so talented, but they're not getting compensation, and then they're wow. therefore not going to move forward. It could stunt their careers because all of a sudden they're like, well, like, my, I, no one's going to buy my artwork if they can generate it for free online, and then it kills an artist and it kills another great talent. And I think. I think for when you've got actors, it's easy to say, well, that's definitely me. That's definitely my voice. We can maybe move forward with this. But there's a lot of work out there that's really hard to pinpoint and to prove. And that's what's scary for a lot of people. And about to say that there's a stereotype. Artists, a lot of times they're starting, don't have that money to run these big court cases to say, hey, that's mine. Give me my money back.
0: Uh Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah, because because the, the big company would just bury them. Yeah, Uh, in legal paperwork, and they, yeah, you have no way around that. Um, But um, uh, I was going to say something that kind of slipped my mind. But don't don't you uh, maybe AI can help us with that? Maybe AI can help us uh, define uh, if uh, uh, it's it's a person's artwork or not a person's artwork.
2: Yeah, but people
4: asking that. But then that leads to another issue. If you're going into a court case, then if you query Chat GPT give them the information, Uh, for example, it it all gets down to prompts. Those of you that may have used it, it gets down to prompts. Like, for example, you know, if I said, um, in the the voice or in the style of Max Sycamore, give me a potential, give me five podcast topics that he would talk about. Is that ripping you off or not? And particularly Mm -hmm. if I can come up with a chat bot that sounds like Max.
2: Now, Jokes on him, it'll get him cancelled, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but I mean, I, that is yeah. an issue. That is why SAG is on strike. That is why mm-hmm. the Writers Guild is on strike. Together yeah. for the first time in yeah. 63 yeah. years, they're out on strike. And, and AI is a major part of that. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can use it, but now you've got to get AI recognized at least legally, that it's sufficient to present in a case against somebody's work or defend somebody's work. You know, you you've got to get yeah. some guardrails. AI is either the savior or the devil, or both. And someone's going to have to define that some kind of way.
0: Could
3: could could until Internet billion really goes away, we can't do anything with this really. Yeah. Can I until can we I ask, get
2: stable meds and new laws?
3: Yeah.
2: So go ahead. Um, can I just ask, though, like, Graham, you um, say so you do um, AI-generated
5: podcasts. Yes. Can you just, just explain how that works? So I've never heard that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll probably go back a bit because uh, my background's in software engineering. And oh. I um, wanted to, to do some podcasts, but, you know, being a father of three, didn't have a lot of time. I, I wanted yeah. to make sure that it was consistent, you know, all those good things. Uh, so... There were uh, this was maybe three years ago some reasonable um, uh, AI voices from from Amazon uh, Web Services. So I decided to just experiment with that. Um, first of all, I did some you know like a fi- basic finance type type podcast, um, and then kind of evolved. And then I decided to try and my hand at, at dad jokes. The AI voice was very deadpan, you know, <laughs> kind of like the Mitch, Mitch Hedberg and. Stephen mm-hmm. Wright type type humor, and I thought that sort of lent lent itself well. So I basically coded up some stuff to to make it feel like they're in a he was in a comedy lounge, right? Again, just with really lame canned laughter and all that all that sort of stuff, right? Um, so so that was kind of so it's not really just the, the AI voice, but it was also algorithms and 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 basic just just normal just coding to try and get that consistent consistently done. So. Um, I was as surprised as anyone that people started listening to it and then, yeah, and it, it sort of, it, it took off. Um, so I've yeah, extended that to a other you podcasts. Which, algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You can't predict the algorithms really, you know? Well, I mean, that's, that's the, cause that's the thing is like, you have to define what AI is and what an algorithm is. So, so for me, AI is kind of non-deterministic. So you can put something in like a prompt as what Ken was saying, and then mm-hmm. you might get different responses. Right. But with an algorithm, right. generally speaking, input out, uh, input, it does something, you have something relatively, you know, consistent, right. You kind of uh-huh. predict it. Right. So it's uh-huh. a process like a recipe, but it's just doing it much faster. Right. So I think that's how I approached it is using a combination of combination of both. Right
3: i think that's the problem Um, too faster is better though
5: (laughs) yeah yeah so i was was really just going going for consistency really yeah but but can i ask
2: graham is the is the joke of your podcast a bit that it is ai doing
5: it no 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 it's not that's not generative so i troll yeah i troll um reddit for that um and 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 Mm. use that so the, the the generative side of things are some of the newer podcasts like the um Marvel's talking in the pre-show about the the daily quiz um so I managed to get a database of of quizzes um but what I've done is augmented so sometimes you see in quiz shows like they give you the answer and then they sort of explain a little bit about that topic so there might be a a paragraph afterwards um and that's that's generative uh from the chat GPD um API so Uh Um, yeah, so it, like gives a little bit more context to to what the the question and answer is. Hmm. Yeah.
4: So, gentlemen, show of hands, how many, uh, in addition to Graham and myself, uh, have actually, you know, even dabbled with uh, with AI at all? Anybody, if anybody
1: else? You, anybody no. uses Siri no, or
2: Alexa? Then they're also versions of AI. Yeah i mean i used that to play the barbie soundtrack but you know <laughs> I, i've done anything about podcasting
1: why does that not surprise me
2: it was a good movie but not for the yeah. podcasting not I, I think my husband um he was doing a laundry one day and he went on chat agt um, and asked them to generate a song about doing the laundry <laughs> but he hmm. plays the guitar so he got, they gave him the notes and he sang me the song that it generated. <laughs> and it was really quite beautiful actually. Um, <laughs> but no, that's, that's my most I've seen generate with it. Uh-huh.
1: That so sounds Cam, cool actually. That yeah, actually it was a nice at
4: all? Pardon? <laughs> no, I was actually asking Cam, he's, he was the only one that hasn't, I was just curious.
3: Oh, I was just thinking I'm pretty much on board with most of your points. But at the end of the day, we're pretty much at the point of if you can't enforce any kind of rules to stop any kind of misconduct. It's kind of just at this point where it's like, well. We can't really enforce this, so we shouldn't use it.
4: Mm. Mm. As much fun
3: as we have. If you're going to still end up having to get into a, I mean, we're already tired of me too and everything and how it's just so hard to tell who's a jerk and who's legit. If it gets down to uh, just again, continual court battles and residuals then, and people trying to cut corners to do stuff that crazy people won't do for them. Then you're ultimately more people are going to get hurt than solve a problem.
0: Mm. But but maybe there's a value in the struggle. I mean, ethics is the thing that I think is sorely Mm -hmm. lacking in many professions. And so maybe AI will force us to apply some ethics in that situation that really overall make us better as a species by calling our attention to things that we otherwise wouldn't attend to.
3: Mm.
4: You know, I would would love to agree with that. But all I'm going to say is consider our current political system. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I got nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Regardless of where you are in the spectrum, just consider it for a minute. I mean, these are the people we've elected and this is what we've got.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we need a better pool of people. I think, you know, one of the quotes that one of my favorite quotes is, uh, if, if you elect wolves to lead you, don't be surprised when they come to eat you. And Amen. I think that, uh, okay,
2: on, on that note then can, so we're talking a lot about AI being used to generate um, likenesses and avatars out against their will. So I don't want to make this political, but as a recording yesterday, um, the one of our higher uh, politicians had a moment during a press conference where they literally shut down. Mm-hmm. It's clear that right. they are going through something. They had a they had a medical episode. So mm-hmm. I hope you know all their sins. I hope they're well. Not really, but anyway, um. oh, how, would you, how would you feel if it turned out someone was using AI technology to generate a healthy, healthy looking avatar of themselves mm-hmm. to create a like to make them get elected? Because quite frankly, you know, as a lot of politicians, I'm I'm, I'm going to be hands up. I'm a Democrat stroke, you know, liberal Labour person. I, I'm going to vote in a certain way. But You know, if both these people, both parties were using avatars to effectively lie to their constituents and their people to say, hey, we're healthy. That's another issue because, you know, you have to. Yeah. yeah, And that's where you're going to start. That's where it's. Yeah. We I said we've looked against it, looked at it against the will. But wow. If I found out that someone I voted for had basically faked all of their um, their videos because they couldn't like String a sentence together. That's a huge concern.
3: Yeah. Welcome I mean, to the world. That look, uh, look at for instance. Like there was this classic "Tales from the crip episode by Rob zemeckis They got permission from Humphrey Bogart's estate to digitally add existing footage of him and make it look like he was talking. Then they got a sound alike to interact in that whole scene. And like you say, I mean, they signed off on that and everything. But as uh Ken was noting earlier, there's now a lot of gray areas where there's a lot of people who don't have an estate to answer to. So now yeah. you can throw all that license out the window of asking permission to use their image. I'll make it I'll make it a little more difficult.
4: Uh it doesn't necessarily have to be that folks that are already dead, they're doing this to people in real time. Um yeah. you mentioned earlier about sampling back in the day. That was work that was done used uh, in a different application, I still contend that we're looking at a whole new model where people are taking past information to educate or inform a model that will then uh, predicate, generate, create, in a way, new ways of, you know, projection, voice, everything in that form, in that style, in that likeness. Mm. That's completely new. Because in every case oh we've talked, in every case we've talked about so far, save for mu- movie actors, uh, it was either, yeah, they used past um, work to, you know, do some other things, usually with permission. Now we're looking at some, some, you know, nefarious actor in some foreign country scrapes the Internet for a likeness a uh, politician, for example. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, it happened um, a leading a leading politician of um, one of the parties was actually, uh, I guess it was wishful thinking on this individual's part. Whoever created mm-hmm. it showed this individual being arrested. And that was yeah. not true. You know? yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it made when the bad actors get in, I'm thinking North Korea, China and God knows who else who has a vendetta against somebody. And takes all this stuff and puts it together. My concern is not chat GPT today. My concern is one, two, three versions out when it gets almost indistinguishable. And when people decide, because right now those folks are labeling stuff fake, uh, but there's no law requiring them to do so. They're doing it out of ethics. What happens when you have an unethical actor that puts it out there into the wild? With no, mm-hmm. with no identification, no
2: context, no nothing. And people hear that. I'm sorry, I, 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 I'd I, be blunt, my mother-in-law lives in Florida. You know, she comes <laughs> to me, she'll she'll, she'll, buzz, she'll, buzz me and go like, hey. And I'm like, mum, don't look at that. You know, just, you know. But it's true that, and we're... I we 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 all you know we have different like opinions on this, but we're all technical people. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that we're all the sort of people that look at stuff. I you know I I my um, dissertation was on visual effects, so I I can look at like my husband it annoys him so much. He'll, I'll be like, that's clearly this, that's clearly that, that's clearly this. I can see through stuff, but some stuff is getting really hard to look at now and go, I think that's fake. And I yeah. hate to think people that are looking for truth in false, they're going to see the truth, and that's so scary.
1: Absolutely,
2: but and that's in the history of
1: all technology, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, there is that sort of thing, isn't there? You know, where it's, you know, you go through rough patch with a technology where it's used for bad in some ways. I mean, I mean, look at the atomic bomb, you know, for instance, uh-huh. or where you know you got that, and then you lead up to like you know creating power, and it's like, whoa, we've got got this sort of power, whatever, and. You know, it's it's how you use that. I mean, I agree with you all that these things are negative, but in a sense, you know, I mean, I'm 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 pulling out something here just out of the top of my idea. We're going to a sort of period where AI can also be for the good as well. Because I just uh-huh. thought, well, what about you know? I mean, Stephen Hawking, for instance, he used a device to be able to speak with, yeah, and uh-huh. that, you know. AI can be good for that sort of thing when you've got people with disabilities that can't speak and they use that for for talking. So there's a good side to it. It's just all Uh the negative that's bad, like, you know, these things. Well, I think there's a term about throwing... Until
3: we get people who can actually, you know, enforce this and stop bullshitting instead of endless court battles... I don't think you're going to see any change, unfortunately. You know, this, this, I, I'm with you all. This should be a progressive change. But you yeah, unfortunately have to get people who make sense. You know. it's, it's, until, until you get politicians. Because I
4: heard something on National Public Radio this afternoon. And their take is, and what the experts are saying, oh, we don't want to restrict AI right now because it may limit. It's development. And I'm like, I'm almost yelling at the radio. What about (laughs) guardrails? What about guardrails? You don't have to. I've got the same problem that I talk about every week when it comes to Uh, autonomous vehicles. You know, no, you can. Right now, there is nothing in the law anywhere, United States or Europe, that says (laughs) an autonomous car should do this. This should be the minimum uh, specs for it to do so you can compare apples to apples. I mm-hmm. think that AI needs guardrails. It doesn't say yes. nip the technology in the bud. It says from an ethical and legal standpoint,
2: these are your boundaries. Have yeah. fun in the sandbox, but these exactly. are your boundaries. Exactly. It's it's not pain or pleasure. There's a slap on the wrist. It's like mm-hmm. we're too afraid to moderate. It's just got to be one or the other. I'm like, mm-hmm. let's find the middle ground, please.
5: Mm-hmm. I agree. So I, I um. I take the view like I think we're putting too much faith in the politicians to actually write these guardrails properly yeah. so yeah. It's, it, it, if you, if you get them to do it Even I mean whoever is for that matter yeah they're, if they they're, they're if not going to know about go the technology away, yeah. Yeah. they're <laughs> not going to know about the technology. Uh, I don't think anyone actually has in their head the whole gamut of what AI the, all of the AI technology that's currently out there been oh, no. being does. developed. And no one for did. us to expect lawmakers to be able to do that, um, I, I just worry that if you put these these guardrails out, out and, and I am uh, a little bit more, um, I guess, permissive of getting companies and individuals to actually work on this stuff to see what can be done, right? And mm, what yeah, the, the doc said before about the ethics side of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The ethics, that, uh, to me, comes from the individual and having, as I said before, having discussions like this, right, so that people can make yeah. up their own their own minds uh-huh. because I don't know about you, what your politicians are like, but my politicians aren't what I hmm. call the most ethical.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> but England, stop lying. That's a lie. All English politicians are amazing.
1: Oh my God. You know differently, Max. You know differently. That's why you're <laughs> over there.
2: But I, that's I, I, why I, I, he's in the, DC.
1: No politician ever did anything the
4: wrong. Rest both yeah. <laughs> but gentlemen, right now, right now, here's where we're at. Yes, the politicians are clueless. Again, I deal with a lot of mobility technology. And yeah, I could wax for hours about the lack. But bottom line, they do need, even even if a government agency like the FTC or somebody says, hey, here's some voluntary guidelines, I could go for that, you mm-hmm. know, where there is a level of expertise in some of these agencies where they have an idea where they're working with this technology. But if you leave it to business, I'm sorry, it gets down to the dollar. Yep, uh, yeah, I don't expect business mm-hmm. to do right. Uh, I just did a piece on they're screaming now about the EPA's new standards from 2027 to 2032. Oh, we can't meet them; they're dead on arrival. They said the same thing in the 1970s about clean air, then, and they met it. In fact, Honda right. beat them without a catalytic converter. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a whole lot of faith in companies. And added thing. Being a man of color, technology usually does us wrong.
3: Yeah. That is very Max. true. Um, there are a lot of, oh, there's so many people who have wrongly gone to prison just because, I mean, think of centuries ago when DNA wasn't properly used. There's uh-huh. been so many cold cases and other injustices. Chicago, most of Chicago's budget pretty much goes to paying off victims of wrongfully <laughs> imprisoned people. So, like, yeah. Until people actually get their head out of their ass, I don't think you're going to see any change. Yeah,
5: but I do you think AI could actually know. help? Could AI help in that regard in terms of justice <laughs> and law enforcement if, if you, well, you take away the bias, word? inherent biases?
4: One word, ethics.
5: Hmm. Yeah.
4: Give me some ethical people in positions of power, attorney generals, city attorneys, county attorneys, uh, that will look at this thing Give me some government officials, maybe not politicians, that have experience Mm -hmm. in this area who can establish guidelines. Uh, The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration put Mm -hmm. out guidelines for the industry relative to security, cybersecurity. They did it starting in 2016 uh, when they were looking at when there was the big push for uh, autonomous vehicles. There were guidelines. I read them. Uh, there was guidelines also by the Society of Automotive Engineers. They weren't law, but they were guidelines, and they were pretty mm-hmm. solid. Um, we need something like that. Now, Now, if a company, if an if a industry association uh, wants to do something like that in, in working with the yeah. government and they put out some guidelines, okay, I'm good with that. But, again, I'm not saying regulation. I'm saying guardrails which is not comprehensive. I just want, okay, we're going to define the sandbox and we're going to give you really wide berth, you know, so that the stuff that's kind of obvious that you shouldn't be doing is what we're saying don't do. But right Mm -hmm. now there is nothing save for the person's or the company or the organization's ethics, you know, that stop them from doing it. And that scares me sometimes.
3: We have barriers, but we don't have, like you say, stuff that keeps us safe. So. If your rights are still compromised, the system is still broken.
2: So, yeah, it relies on common sense, and the trouble is that no one uses common sense. What is common sense? No, exactly. Yeah, and I, it's so. I mean, I, for me, I said I I keep going back to Star Wars is my is my life, and (laughs) but you look at something like, for me, I look at Rogue One, where you had a whole character. Who was built on a dead person, you know, and it was Governor oh. Tarkin, Yoda know, face, and I, that was That's not a good evil. point. Yeah, and it was like, well, the, the actor actually that played him as a body double, I—he looks like him. He didn't need that makeup. They—it was yeah, really they evil. should have just recasted him instead of asked permission yeah. from this state. So exactly, yeah,
3: I do blame movies for popularizing it. That is very much true.
2: But then you look at the end and I don't want to spoil Rogue One, but it's been out five years now. So not go there. But the bit where Princess Leia turns around and it's Carrie Fisher's CGI'd face. Yeah. I know it's not, it's a bit like to that reality, but that was a good use of it. That was a real good ending to a film. Mm-hmm. And then in, in, in the last Star Wars, obviously, sadly, Carrie Fisher had passed. They were like, do we use, her you know, do we use the, the, the footage we've got? And then you find out that her daughter was heavily involved in that. That, that when they used a the body double, the daughter led her. It was the daughter's character that led her off camera to when she passed away, and all that. That's a good use of it because there's this sort of, there's a discussion, and it was the and 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 that's when yeah, I know questions. it's a very, it's a very unique experience. But it was you know Billy Lord saying, "Hey, can I? Can you reuse this to say so I can say goodbye to my mum." And that's when you have this amazing positive. But no, there is there's there's a lot of times where you're like, really, we're going to use this for this? Can we just not like use our imaginations and learn that so and so Mm -hmm. had died? Uh
0: Well, I like how Ken uh, came back to the ethics part of it, and ethics are guardrails. Ethics are not vested in a single person. They're not vested in a single politician. Ethics are a framework of how we will do things. Uh, take, for instance, IRBs, Institutional Review Boards. Back in the day of the 1950s, there's John B. Watson, who was experimenting and doing you know, terrible things to, to kids and, and all kinds of terrible experiments were going on that would be, uh, of course, unethical and illegal today. That framework did not exist. But now there's so many hoops that have to be jumped through. That's not vested in a person it's vested. I'm trying to get on camera here. It's vested in a framework or as Ken said, guardrails. And my point is, I think that maybe the advent of AI will help us push ahead, developing that framework Mm -hmm. for AI, the same way it did with psychological experimentation in, in my field, which used to be horrible, Uh horrible things were done. Uh
3: Yeah. But that's the problem. Like, for every person who's competent, if someone is still willing to sign off on someone who's doesn't have any good intent, and it's still a money saving avenue, I I just fear that you're going to get another Tuskegee oh, or sure. Japanese internment camp, but technology uh-huh. level.
0: Oh oh yeah, without with a doubt. The, uh, the, the, the the flotsam always flows to the surface, you know. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, it always been- comes uh-huh. to the surface. I mean, war does the same thing; it brings the worst mm-hmm. people. To the surface, and they're the ones that wind up leading. But I think that that's where we don't depend on our politicians. We have very intelligent guys and gals and people like y'all that can get out there and lead the way, lead the charge, and speak up and have a voice.
3: Uh I mean, it's kind of like with drones. Great idea. Don't need to have a endless people going out and fighting. But at the same time, you know, they struggled with drones at first, just getting ones that had accurate targeting that didn't result in a you know, friendly fire.
2: Can can I, can I ask another question to everyone really? Because um, one of the things that's come up is, especially I see on Twitter is AI generated scripts for your podcast. Oh yeah. 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 To me and me and me and my um, co-host Daniel, we have a structure, but we have to fill in it in. Like we, our one, our podcast is about culture. So we'll look at what's in the news. We put everything in, but we, we don't, we couldn't generate our script yet. It's weird. It's like, what takes our fancy? But does anyone here like generate their scripts completely through um, AI? And do you think that defeats the point of being an indie podcast if you're doing that at all? I think that speaks to
4: uh, authenticity. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in my case, I mean, I process a lot of, information that i pull from a lot of different sources um i won't because i'm just eclectic like that in terms of how i want to talk about the field notes that i write you know and things that come to me as i'm talking about these different items um no no i wouldn't i wouldn't go there i i have used ai to inform but that's more on the marketing side when i'm reaching out to affiliates but even then i use it to inform i don't use it verbatim But I will say this, in doing all the research that I do, um, because AI, at least in print, has a certain voice, if you will, uh, it's becoming relatively evident how many news sources are actually using AI. And what's worse is they're not proofreading it. That scares me, the proofreading scares me. Yeah, and I've seen it, it's horrific. And (laughs) you would be surprised at some of the outlets that are using it. I was blown away because AI has certain tells in print. If you know what you're looking yeah. for. Well,
0: and you know, I, it really amazed me when I was watching, I guess it was the, maybe it was a 60 minutes documentary that AI was asked to come up with, you know, some article about something and to cite references. And what caught my attention was it actually cited references, but it fabricated them. Mm-hmm. These wow. research studies did not exist. Uh, yeah. yeah so pretty much, with, uh, this yes, goes back yeah, to like, uh, Alexa
3: yeah. and Siri. I, I can't rely yeah. on any of them, even when I do diction to oh, no. text. They're they're always going to yeah. have some blooper. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. yeah. yeah. But I mean, but it, it, you know, as, as somebody that reads research and does research, mm-hmm. it was just amazing to me. And I think the name is hallucination. You tech guys can yeah. tell me. But, yep. AI, but but really, AI did what the chat prompt asked it to do. And it's really very much what, well, I, I have discussions with parents all the time. They'll say, well, my kid lied to me about brushing their teeth. Well, yeah. not, ex- not exactly, not exactly. To a kid's mind who is six, seven, eight years old, which is more fun, actually brushing your teeth or pretending having the fairy tale that you brush their teeth. That's not yeah. exactly lying in the adult sense of fabricating information. AI is like that child that is fabricating information to please the parent, and the parent <laughs> is the person typing the prompt.
5: Mm.
0: Wow. Man. <coughs> wow. <sighs> <laughs>
4: I don't
3: know. I've been I've that. Uh, I so will, basically, I will, we're seeing it for different lenses, but it ultimately yeah, well, kind of has. We me, always have let, to have a dialogue about it. Yeah. Because it can't let, speak throw,
4: for let me throw this. Let me throw this fifty cents in. I talked, and I want to come back to something I'd said earlier when I talked about Radio GPT. They mm-hmm. actually use a human curation firm to edit out the hallucinations, and to verify.
0: it. <laughs> wow yeah yeah so and, yeah. imagine those that don't <laughs> yeah uh, i see don't that in print a lot that.
4: <laughs> i see that in print a lot which is why i you know basically use different um places to verify certain information and dig a little deeper if it seems a little off hmm.
0: I thought I would do an experiment with uh, AI. I, I think I did it with both Bard and Chat. And I said, uh, tell me about this guy. Uh, and it fabricated information. It, it wasn't uh-huh. me. It made stuff Ooh. up. It, sa- it said that I did things that I never did. <coughs> and oh, I we'll, thought, we'll,
2: find out. we'll find that one out later. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're, we're gonna fact check that one, Doctor Heath. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I went through there and checked it. And I mean, I've uh, my my wife works in employment, and there are people. Oh, yeah. uh, who, I'm sorry. There, there are pe- Yeah, there, there, there are people who <laughs> What's that uh, What's uh, worse. Uh, better uh, HR, d- doctors <laughs> and nurses and professionals oh. who actually fabricate their credentials. Oh, I mean, I know it sounds crazy. But uh, no, 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 been- it, it sounds I, scary. I see actually. this
3: all the same. I mean, we, we had this with license plate forging and everything. And it was like, I, I think we should give someone a slap on the wrist unless they're a career criminal doing this.
0: Yeah, I mean, but- well, what's the what's the move with Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can? That's based on a real guy right. that, right. that faked being an airline pilot and a doctor mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. And one danger AI yep. will be it will make it a lot easier for, for people to fake their identities yep. as other people.
2: But he mm-hmm. didn't tell out he faked the fakeness. Have I mean, they like mm-hmm. basically called him up and said you did not actually do any of the fake things you said you were going to do? <laughs> they, that came out like last month that Frank Whitlow had basically f- f- fake life that he said he faked. Oh really? Yeah, it's so uh... stupid. <laughs> like well, he, they, they let's, said, let's, you can't
0: do any of that.
2: He faked. Let's the claim
0: see. that he faked it.
2: Yeah.
4: Holy oh, crap. Geez. Let let me take this. Let me take this a little further. Okay, so you uh, maybe you use AI to verify uh, that somebody was using AI. But the question is, will the AI that you use in the command prompt that you give it bring back the fact that they did fake it? Or what will Mm -hmm. AI do? Oh, no, these are legit. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Yeah,
4: I'm this (laughs) does not make me feel
2: better, gentlemen. Calm down, Dave. You're overthinking everything. Have a birthday, oh, wow. down, Dave. It's okay. Oh, Have another glass of wine, Dave. Everything's <laughs> gonna be okay. Oh no, I can't do that, Dave.
4: <laughs> okay, I got you. And and
0: and, and I hope I, I guess the uh, you listeners that don't know what's going on. I guess this is Space Odyssey, right?
2: Two thousand one, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If the I'm going to be blunt, if the latest big blockbuster movie, i.e. Barbie's, Barbie's opening five minutes, are a tribute to space Odyssey, yeah. people need to start educating themselves about it. <laughs> <I'm> the, <greatest laughs> the film. Because the opening five minutes of that film is going to go over the heads of a lot of yeah. people. <laughs> mm, well,
3: mm-hmm. it
2: won't be the first time, unfortunately. The, the, yeah, right. Are
0: you saying the movie Barbie will go over the heads of? Uh...
3: Yeah,
4: the I opening mean, the everything is about,
3: bound to just be misinterpreted oh but yeah i'm worried about everything pretty much the,
2: the opening of five minutes of that film is a shot for shot remake of the opening of space out of the sea it's brilliant it's, wow. it's like, I, I just oh, said wow. went i went oh this is so amazing for sci-fi <laughs> geeks wow
1: <laughs> you, you've got the obelisk and then you've got the the gorillas and everything as well have you
2: yeah, oh you've, yeah, the obelisk is um uh, Margo uh fifty foot Margot Roby in a um swimsuit.
5: Oh my. Yeah. I think you can find it online. I saw <laughs> a clip of it online. It it, is, it, <laughs> it isn't it really amazing
0: that out. they're pairing the get the movies together, you know, of course it's uh uh Barbieheimer. It's 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 some I guess some AI stuff in Barbie with, you know, the nuclear weapon oh. developed by Oppenheimer.
1: Well, they've been doing that with artwork haven't they people have been creating artwork that's a merger of the barbie and oppenheimer haven't they yeah i've it's, done that
5: i've done that i yeah. i did I mean, a special episode on
3: breaking into anything yeah. it seems like i don't see how we can have any civil resolve really at any part of this just because again you guys have done gone to the mountain and back and we got so many systematic problems i mean
2: it's, it's, now, so we nuts. already
3: know it doesn't have an ending, but how does it no. even start? So, <laughs> how I, does it even I,
2: begin? <laughs> I, w- I went to um, university for film production in the early 2000s, and like we were oh. dealing with early After Effects back then. And now, like when I'll sit there and I'll do something on Photoshop, like we have the Adobe Suite, but I know that, this, that I'm coming from a, a place of privilege with that. And it's so funny to what I'll cut stuff out and I'll make stuff. And if anyone's seen that like, my podcast, like the graphics that I do, I, I really, really put a lot into that. But then my husband will sit on his phone and go, I just did this of an app. And I'm like, I'm like in the words of Sam Neill, I'm extinct. You know, it's <laughs> like, well, like, what are we meant to do? Like, and it's so funny that everything that I learn at uni now could be done by downloading an application. And I, 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 sound, I would say the word application, but you're like, really? And, the mo- and, and then someone goes, look what I did. It's like, a, I, I'm like a dinosaur. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, you have no idea of the motion tracking that goes into that. And the all the algorithms in the face and the movement. And it recognizes your eyes, your nose, your mouth. And mm-hmm. I just want to <laughs> scream at people and go, you have no idea of the technology that
1: you're using. <laughs> But yeah. that's the same as, you know, I mean, I mean, in audio, um, I, I learned uh, sound engineering from the old days of reel to reel tape. Yeah. Okay. And back in those days before, before there were like computers, I mean, I worked in, a, there, there was digital recording at that point, but I learned in a studio where that, that hadn't come in yet cause it was like the late eighties and the early nineties. So I'd learned in that situation. I mean, back in those days, if you needed to snip a bit out of a piece of music or something you literally get that tape and a razor blade and you cut the darn thing exact and then stick it back together yeah so then i went away from the industry for a while while, came back (laughs) and now you've got cut and paste on software and it's like well do you know how many bloody hours i would have saved if technology <laughs> was available back then and i'd have saved some of my skin in the process
2: Absolutely. Well, but, but marv a technical problem back in like i mean i was born in the 80s but a technical problem of your tape was solved with a bloody pencil you just twirl it in the pencil and like yeah. put the like the the tape back in the cassette you know it was like and now it's mm. like refractory settings <laughs> i'm like no it's called going like that with a pencil, you know, (laughs) put a tape back in and pray.
0: Mm. Well, something I've been meaning to touch on, and I'm not sure how long you guys want to stay on, but I'll just get kind of sneak it in here, is the human brain is very, very fond of patterns, and we view shifting patterns as a threat to us. Any pattern shift, the brain alerts us that this could be a danger to us, and I think the same thing happened. Uh, at the event of the industrial revolution, I think it happened further back from moving from hunter gatherers, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, farming and, and, you know, that kind of thing. It happened at the advent of the automobile and using tractors instead of horses. It's happened mm-hmm. in farming where one farmer can farm tens of thousands of an- acres. And I think that, uh, It's just adaptation, and so far, humans have done okay with it. We're still here, and there's eight, evidently, eight billion of us. Uh, But when there's an open loop, we wanna close it because we think that an open loop is a threat to us, and I think AI is that unknown. AI is that open loop, and we're gonna respond by one of my favorite words, catastrophization of the new thing, until the new thing becomes the old thing, and we have a new thing now to worry about.
4: Are you calling us Luddites, sir?
2: <laughs> not all
5: of you. Not all of you. We know our place.
2: I would accept, I would, I would accept Luddite. I'm, I'm very proud of being oh. old-fashioned.
0: You, you resemble that comment.
4: Mm, I'm, I'm thinking, and I'm, I'm dating myself. I'm sorry, but I am. I'm thinking of um, 1972. Um, General Motors attempted to automate their plants. Just which is now that closed, true Time podcast. And, oh my god! In yeah. Lordstown, and uh, they revolted. And in fact, there was a book written about it: the, the Lordstown revolt, uh, revolution, rebellion. I'm sorry, the Lordstown rebellion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's automakers have led the way at um, trying to automate. And what the companies are proposing now, I just covered it in my podcast. I had a full fit about what Tesla is doing and what Toyota is going to emanate. Here's something that uh, you can chew on. You realize right now that the auto industry regards the best, most modern, most technological manufacturer is not Toyota.
3: Who is it?
0: Hmm? Tesla. Oh, and wow. Tesla's
4: taking their lean manufacturing model back to the drawing board in order to deal with Tesla. And I don't yeah. like where they're going because it causes a whole bunch of new problems. Yeah, I just talked about that. It's a
2: podcast I'm getting ready to put out here in the next couple of days. But do you know about the the, um, the Dagnum strikes? I'm sorry? The, um, in the 60s, um, uh-huh. the, 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 the seamstresses that made the car chairs... Mm-hmm. Um, they they went on strike for more money and even though they were considered inc- insignificant because they were just, they weren't just, I'm sorry, I don't mean just in any way because mm-hmm. my, 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 my grandma made uh, parachutes during World War II as a seamstress, but they, they couldn't make, because they couldn't make chairs, they couldn't release the cars mm-hmm. and they wanted more money and they went, we're not going to do this. And this is what, Everyone's realizing now, and I think if the strike's going on, is that the smallest cog can break the machine.
4: Oh yeah, that happened at Chrysler in 1984 yeah. when they re- when they introduced their minivan. Everybody wanted one. They were forcing their workers mandatory overtime, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, till finally one of their workers got crushed in a stamping mm. press in Twinsburg, Ohio. Chrysler Ugh. went on strike, shut the whole company down. Yeah, that occasionally happens in the auto industry. About two to three people die a year in automobile assembly plants. Fun fact.
0: Yeah. Where Uh where is OSHA in all of that? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Here's
4: the here's the here's the nickel tour, right quick. There are consequences for the automakers going south. There's consequences for the automakers including the foreign ones setting up shop in non-union states i point to the state of alabama i point to a couple of situations one it made me actually cry because it was so hideous
3: Mm -hmm. about
4: um this this was a supplier plant that was building sub-assemblies uh for a larger auto assembly plant in the state these folks were making at the time and this was considered top wages in the state of Alabama and i think they were around 12 13 dollars an hour uh, they were encouraged to uh, they, they had quotas they couldn't meet and they were pushed to meet them and they were just ridiculous quotas that they were struggling to meet they were also encouraged that keep that line running no matter what
3: and mm-hmm. there was this one particular particular, mentality that's where it's creepy. Yeah,
4: well there was this one particular device that actually uh, tack-welded the windshield frame to the firewall of the car, that machine jammed. Now, you're supposed to lock out, according to OSHA requirements, is mm-hmm. that you tag it, you lock it out, it cannot cycle. They were in a hurry. They didn't lock it out. She unstuck the machine, and before she could get out of there, the machine grabbed her and tried oh. to weld her to the car.
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh.
4: She lived 15 minutes while they tried to turn the machine off. Oh, crap. oh! She didn't even slap their hands, and oh, it's my full gosh. of that stuff. That's the one that made me cry. Oh <sighs> my gosh! She was two, uh, she was twenty one years old. She was two weeks from getting married.
0: Oh mm. my gosh!
4: So I'll spare you about the folks that fell in the vat of certain assets <laughs> I won't even go there. Yeah, it happens in
0: manufacturing through the U.S. all the time. Steel factories are huge death traps mm-hmm. you know uh i know some of our gang is going to have to head out in a moment uh for well speaking of you know uh, uh family things and that's okay so uh how about some final thoughts and uh sh- i mean shall we wrap up sure
2: yep cool yep should we go around the table i'm sorry Do the okay, round table okay, yeah, okay. Around, hey, table? let's
0: let's let's start with max and finish up with ken oh wrap cool. me first um
2: <laughs> no no, personally I I am um, as someone that's works in the visual effects industry I think that AI is has coming useful but regulation is necessary and I think and I and I stand with the writers and I stand with the actors that are striking now and I hope that we can find a way that benefits both parties that we can use this but at the same time people are compensated for their artistic work I, if that's a middle ground I'm, I apologize but I think there's 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 great things for both, but can we make sure that the creatives are actually compensated, can live their lives, and this inspire new generations of fantastic artwork? Because I hate to see a, I'd hate to see like our next generation just do nothing because someone else is doing their work for them.
0: And how can folks get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you, Max? Oh, if they want to get in touch, we got. I, I can never
2: remember. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get on Twitter now, and I apologize <laughs> if anyone. Uh, but we are bitches. We are the bitches with beards. Uh, and I adore. Which you us, can we find are,
0: everywhere that you find your local neighborhood podcast.
2: Yes. And we are Bitchy Pod on Twitter. If you want to say hi to me, please do. I usually respond. Um, but no, we love everyone. And we're just here to have our opinions. But please let us know about culture,
0: especially Barbie. I know Graham's got to get out here. So let's go to Graham next.
2: Yeah,
5: Yeah, I I think final thoughts. Um, I'm broadly bullish on, on the, on this AI trend. Um, and we just have to keep focused on, and we talked a lot about ethics and I think that ethics can come from the individuals out, um, into the marketplace. And obviously you guys have a a good platform with your, with your podcast. So keep, um, espousing, you know, having to think of ethics around uh, the use of AI. Um, but otherwise, I got to drop my kids off to school now.
0: <laughs> As you well should. Be a good dad. Yeah, thank you, Graham. Thank you for joining, right. Graham. We're going to go Thanks. to Cam Thanks, next. Everyone. And by the way, Cam is not at Tech Mobility. That is Ken. And that is my yeah. fault because I did the frames wrong, but we'll let you know how to get in touch with these wonderful guys. What's your final thoughts, Cam?
3: I think you've all pretty much stamped your foot down and. Wait, we see the pros, but we see a lot of growing negativity. And this is pretty much where these strikes go. will pretty much determine what happens next. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find Jacked Up Review Show on all the platforms, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube. And we we've talked about all kinds of social topics as well as all kinds of pop culture. And much like this platform, there's room for everyone.
0: And uh, let's go to Marv. Marv, I don't have a frame for you. You have to speak way down from in the corner. Or not Marv. <laughs> not Marv. This is uh, actually uh, introduce yourself and tell us where folks can get in touch with you.
1: Yep, I am Marv. I'm just, uh, my real name is Martin Quibel, but people call me oh, Marv. Oh,
0: you are Marv. I thought you were an AID fake. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, that's, that's I thought you were an AI fake. oh no that's scary I've been doing this time and this is this is Marv's show actually Pods like S.C. does a wonderful job in the podcast you guys give a shout out to Marv listen to this podcast, say something nice leave a good review thank you and let's, uh, you uh, you've heard enough from me, so let's wrap up with Ken.
4: Okay. Well, as the man said, um, Tech Mobility, at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter, the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. If you're looking for our podcast and pretty much any podcast platform, the Tech Mobility Show and Tech Mobility Topics. And I throw this in. If you uh, want to have a little longer conversation, you can email me, Ken at show. It sounds like
0: a fabulous podcast i am i'm excited to uh, to take a listen maybe not for the horror stories but for the other stuff <laughs> well and uh i am, I am dr heath and actually. i do the therapy bites our Lab podcast we take about out of psychological concepts and try to tell you some great advice for living well just simple healthy hopefully ethical lives and uh, we're just so glad you guys joined us. Anybody else want to say something before we uh, get out of here? Uh, th- this will be available in the replays. We're going to give a copy of it to all of our guests. It's not actually my show. It's Marv's show at Paws Like Us. Oh. I'm just kind of playing oh, the right. graphics host here. But uh, these guys are going to chop oh, it up, cool. share it out, put it on their platform. Oh, Don't get eliminated.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. All I'm going to say is when it comes to AI, guardrails. That's
0: my guardrails. Rails, guardrails. Baby. guardrails. Yeah. Great last Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> Thank Thank you. Take care, everyone.
2: Go to bed, bed, the English people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, going to end the show, and we'll have just a couple minutes uh, after we let the audience go to their respective, uh, well, beds or jobs or whatever we got to get to. Thanks. Thanks, audience. Bye. Bye. Anytime. (laughs)